Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi, and welcome to today's episode. I have the lovely Janine Vosper um, joining me today, and uh, we're going to talk about all sorts of things. But before I get into that, welcome, Janine. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to this, Alpha. Yes, oh, I've I've, had, I've been looking forward to this for a while. Even more, like I got a little bit ahead of myself last week, thinking we had it booked in, and yeah, anyway, so <laughs> I was I was very very overexcited. Um, and we, I've known about you for a while, but we connected at a recent International Women um, Women's Day lunch, mm-hmm. and um, and that was a real pleasure. So we got to talking about all sorts of things, and I was like, oh, you know, we have podcasts, and would love to be able to spread the message a bit more, um, and the concept of storytelling and being able to use that instead of the concept of selling, because you know we all feel uncomfortable about that, and using our voice and the branding side of it. So you would be able to introduce yourself far better than I can because when I looked at your bio, there's so much there. Um, you're extremely experienced. So just tell, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, please. Thank, thank you, Alpha. The, the experience comes from many years working in the industry. <laughs> My background is both in sales and speaker training. Now, I was a general manager of sales for a multi-million dollar company for 20 years and I ran commission-based sales teams, which is pretty much the same as everyone that's in their own business, you are on commission. Mm. And, and it's a really good way to look at it because often people, sort of digressing a bit, I always go straight into the, the concept of giving information. But if you, when you, if you recognise you're on commission, then you'll stop discounting because mm. it's, it's your money that's coming in because you're earning whatever that commission is on that business or whatever that sale is. The, and I have been part of a not-for-profit public speaking organisation for uh, over 20 years also. I represented Australia in an international speaking contest in 2013 and I've also coached two international winners in speaking i like to speak but i i don't know reasonable at it but i love to coach and i'd love to be able to bring that out of out of other people but then we could go back to 45 years of of business and the things that i've done along the way including teaching aerobics and a whole lot of things but it's all about you know just helping people achieve the results they want to achieve yeah and you've yeah there's so many like i said there was we were trying to fit, I was talking to you before we hit record about what we wanted to focus on because there's so many things that you can do to help um, business owners and women in particular because I feel like finding our voice is is extremely important um, and then being able to clarify how we communicate what it is that we do, especially when you get to a certain age and you've had a lot of life experience, you're like, oh, I could do this, and it's you just confuse everyone with, the message. And as I said before, one of my previous lives, I was a corporate tax accountant. And anytime I would mention the word tax to people, they would switch off to anything else. And that was, that was it. I was the, I was the tax person. Um, So then I quickly learned to not use that word, at least not up front, (laughs) give a little bit more of an opportunity. So how did you come to, to do what you're doing right now? I mean, obviously you have the experience in your, in your sort of corporate background. Mm -hmm. Um, 
what made you then decide to to go out and help um, business owners with this skill that you'd built up um, rather than staying in what you were doing? Oh, I love Mondays. That's <laughs> <laughs> reason. Not having to go to a job on a Monday yeah. morning and just doing what I absolutely love to do every yes. single day of the week, but particularly Mondays. That's a good enough reason to get good at what you do in business so that you don't yeah. have to go to a job. Well, that was their song. You know, I don't like Mondays. I love Mondays now, which is yes. it's, yeah, wasn't- and it's important to have a why. It, this is, you know, we, we, a lot of people step into their own business and usually if, if they've gone into a healing business, it's usually because they've used that healing modality themselves, it's helped themselves and they go, oh, I want to learn how to do it and I want to help other people or they have a service that they've used and gone, this is fantastic, I'm going to learn how to be coach and then I can help other, other people. Or same with the product. But what often happens is they become great technicians Mm. And it becomes a really sideline hobby business instead of, a, instead of something that generates a, a proper income yeah. because they don't know how to sell themselves. And yeah. most people, when we're talking about that, will have an opportunity to, when someone says, what do you do? They'll answer with the technical part, like uh, a mm. tax agent. Yes. And that's, as you said, that's what they remember. Yeah. Or you've given a 60 seconds to stand up and pitch what you do. Mm. Nobody cares about what you do. I, I give you that now. Nobody cares about what you do. They only care about what you do and how it helps them. Yeah. That's, that's all. It is. And that's when you'll get people listening. And if you can tell that in a story, you've, yeah. you've got people engaged. So when you, because I think stories, like I, I did some study on how to write, like how do you, how do you break it down the concept of a story to somebody? If you're trying to say, oh, I'm, somebody's trying to figure out how to communicate what it is that they do in a very, so they've got their elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you break down the concept of, of um, storytelling? In a pitch, I, I, there's a, a, like a three points of that. The simplest version of it is three mm-hmm. simple points. Yeah. And then we can weave a story in. So yeah. what what's this? You no, know, it's the yeah. first part. Um, what why you? Yeah. And that's where you tell the story in and then why now? Why it's important that people do something about what you've got now. So those three points. Um, yeah. why this, why you, why now? Yeah. You put those together, you can make a great pitch. But yeah. why you can be part of where you add a story. Now, for me, I can say. You know, I took a business from $3 million to $10 million during the GFC. I can say I won an international speaking contest, coached international speaking with us. I can put all that together and say mm. that. Yeah. And But people then look at that and go, oh, okay, that's pretty impressive. But it's other people will I work with them and say, well, I haven't got any of that sort of thing. I've been a mom at home for ages and I worked in a job and, and I haven't got that what the, what would you call that um validation they think they haven't got yeah, that accolades or yeah accolades but there's stories in everything that you do on an everyday basis mm. that you can pull apart and put into that which then enables people to really get to know you and understand how mm. you can help them and it's a it's a better connection than than the accolades anyway Yes. Yeah. Well, because sometimes people don't really even understand what they mean. Because when you think of a $3 million business versus a 10, for some people that's so far beyond mm. reality, like how, how can that even be 
Like what 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 does that even mean? Yeah. Um, and and again, we we're talking before about you know the concept of when you if you're if you've ever gone to university, you write very academically, and then you kind of almost have to unlearn a lot of that, and then you go into a corporate world and you learn that sort of writing. And this is just an it's another way, but you kind of have you do have to learn it. Mm. Um, it's not. We do it naturally when we we talk to our friends, even when you have children and you notice they love to learn through stories and you kind of learn with them, but we neglect to realize that those stories, we can use the same principles and translate them into our business and, mm-hmm. our, and our brand. Yeah. Um, so and a lot of for a lot of a lot of our listeners, if they've got their own businesses, their 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 own individuality or their personality is inextricably linked to their business. So the brand is sort of through them. Mm. If there's a person who wants to build a business that's not necessarily them themselves, does that process change or is it really kind of the same thing? It it doesn't change a great deal. There's still opportunities to to tell stories. And it's funny that you're talking about writing and the standard of writing. I mean, I never did well in English. What I do do well is, is speak well. And I, I've written two books and the first one was called Good girls do sell. The second one's being unstoppable, yeah. and I get keep getting told, "Ah, oh, you've written it just like you speak. It's yeah. so easy to read," and yeah. which is a really you know great feedback for me because it's it's not written in any technical sort of speak, and that's what you want to be able to do. Whether it's your brand or your yeah. business's brand, is your voice to come yeah. across. So your when people think of you, then mm. if they see something out there, they'll go, "Oh yeah, okay, that's that's." congruent it's authentic it's it's who that person really is yeah Yeah. so I'm going to say something probably slightly controversial um completely agree with you which is why when I there's a lot in the media at the moment about the whole AI and you know the getting these bots to to write content for you I personally feel like that's losing the unique voice that you use to build your brand and yeah you can sort of say I'll write it in this and this voice but they don't know what your individual voice is Mm. Um, that's that's my own personal opinion, but um, I love your opinion on the concept of AI. Oh, I've been using it. <laughs> well, and that's yeah, and the ideas. Is, I think it's great, but oh, it, it's just changing things up it's ridiculously. And there's a whole lot more uh, capacity coming that's just going to blow our minds. For me, I put out a weekly blog, and yeah. anyone can go on my website, find that, and log in and get the weekly blog. And I have a bit of a story up front, mm-hmm. and I schedule all my posts I schedule things out months ahead except this blog because it's what's happened in the week or something that's really pertinent and then I adapt it to uh, five points that will you know a sales points or speaker points that or networking points whatever was the bit of the story was about yeah it, it then bring it back to those points and that's where I've been using the AI in those five points it's yeah. just I, I could make them up and it would take me half an hour or I can go on chat GPT and it take me 10 seconds. So, so, yeah. it, so that, that I'm using a blend. And that, yeah. Yeah, and I, well, I'm liking most of the answers. Yeah, well, I was, to be honest, I've tried it out myself and it's like it, it's extraordinarily good <laughs> with what the way it writes. I was just like, oh, my God, this is a bit uncanny. Um, but I have, I have to, I have used it mainly because I'm like, oh, what is some languaging? Cause like you're always stuck in kind of like your own head and the language and the, the words that you constantly use. Mm-hmm. Like what's, what's some, what's some other words? I mean, I could go to a dictionary and, or a thesaurus and try and find some others, but it's not quite the same thing. No, it's so, great for headlines too. The headlines, okay, yeah. your, your posts or your, or 
your promotions or anything. Just yeah. put in the, the content that it's about and then ask it to create headlines. Very good for that. Oh, well, there we go. All right, so headlines. Because I've seen there's actually like jobs now kind of creating about helping people come up with the, I can't remember the terminology now, but the the um, the search parameters or the the, the, the filters okay. and things that you put in, people are actually now creating jobs out of this. And I thought this is, this is why it's so hard to kind of, for a younger generation or for sort of an older generation to understand what sort of jobs will be available. So I think yeah. about my daughter who's seven, what jobs are going to be around when she's, you know, ready to go on the workforce? I can't even conceive it right now. Right. No, I had some. I was at a networking event this morning, and I had someone mention and say to me, "You know, what you do, Janine, is going to be around forever because mm. we need to speak. We need yes. to be able to deliver our message as us." Yes. Robots. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you can't you can't have like a robot talk for you. You need to. Yeah. So that that then brings back. So the concept of speaking, to be honest, for a lot of people, it makes them like almost freeze with fear. Um, how do you how do you help people kind of? get over the concept of and a what do you think is causing the fear and secondly how does how do you think what's what's the best way that you've seen that you've worked with clients to help them overcome that there's a couple of different levels of fear one it, it's a real uh, psychosis i suppose that's a word it's it's a, it's a horrible fear and they get physically ill and will throw up and there's yeah. some famous people that still do that barbara streisand still does that mm. she performs and and yeah. it, it's a, so that level of fear is harder to manage and control and and I would suggest things like Mm. hypnosis and that sort of space. Mm. But there's a standard fear where it's, uh, and it usually comes down to I don't want to make a fool of myself, I don't want to forget what I'm going to say, everyone's Mm. looking at me, which is a good thing. This is really what we want people to do. Yes. So the best, best way to overcome it is to do it more regularly. Yeah. Stand up, stand up and do it. There's a whole lot of tips. Ground yourself, you know, before you speak, take a deep breath. Mm. You can do power poses. You can do a whole lot of those type of things that will help give you that confidence. Yeah. I usually work with people to think of something that they're really good at and that level of excitement when they're doing that mm. because no nervousness and excitement, that feeling in the gut's pretty much the same yeah. and to apply that when you go to speak. But Every time you stand up, you'll get more and more comfortable. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting. I find when when you kind of, there's that, there's that old, I remember the old sort of adage, oh, imagine the audience naked. I personally didn't really understand that. I was like, what, what are you, uh, anyway, I, it's trying to distract you from what you're doing and that's not really going to help. Um, but I do think when you're talking about something you're passionate about and you have a clear why as to why you're doing it and you understand who you're talking to mm-hmm. and the point that you're trying to get across, I mean, I'm one of those people who I can just have a few points in my head and I'm fine to talk, whereas my mother will lack an actual full script. So I suppose it possibly depends on on where you're at. And I remember in school, whenever we had to do presentations at school, I used to be terrified of public speaking, didn't like it at all. And I'm now looking back on it going, was it because we were kind of all told that public speaking was scary and that we just sort of took that on and didn't really actually think about it? Mm. Um, or we, were we genuinely scared of it because we just never done it before. And mm. once you do something a few times, it becomes a little bit more natural and there you go. Mm-hmm. So um, it's probably both, both of those reasons uh, as well. Yeah. As, as the, everyone's looking at me, I'm going to say something stupid and everyone make fun of me, which maybe that comes from childhood and we carried that through the adulthood. Very good chance people aren't going to make fun of you, but it's all within what we own. 
Yeah. And even if so, um, you know, I've been to to presentations before where the um, the speaker did actually kind of trip over their words a little bit and then they made fun of themselves mm-hmm. and that sort of disarmed the whole thing. It's kind of like, well, you just acknowledge it, you go with it. You, and then it's a bit like a comedian ad-libbing, I suppose, in a way. But that is something that I think does take practice and self-confidence. I, I remember I was MC on at an, an event on a cruise ship through the inside passage from Vancouver to Alaska, just dropping in those, you know, places. Wow. And I was introducing, it was a speaking contest actually, and I was was introducing one of the judges and I had was reading off her her bio Mm. and instead of saying that she graduated university in 1974, I said 1874. And I thought us thought I must have said something because I had a lot of friends in the front row that, you know, started laughing, good, good on you, Janine. Yeah. And then I realised what I had done. So I said, look, if you see Valerie on the steps, just give her a hand up, will you? <laughs> so, She's doing really well for her age. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter. There's no such thing as perfection at all. No. The only time you can get something perfect is in mathematics where you add two and two and you get four. Other than that, there is no perfection. It just no. do the best you can de- do yeah. with the skills you've got. If you want, if you want to do better, get more skills. Simple as that. Yeah, that's it. Um, if you and if with anything, if you want to get better at it, the best way to get better at faster at something is to get a coach. So if you oh. want to get better at speaking, someone like yourself can. You have all the skills and knowledge to help people fast track it. Otherwise, you could trip around and try it and see how you go. But yeah, and half the time, also that imperfection is what makes you more relatable. Too, yes. because the person that you're speaking to is like oh my god I can't believe they're on stage speaking they must be you know so amazing and then if you make a mistake and you own it they'll be like oh so they are human just <laughs> your life makes me feel so much better not that you want someone to fail but there's still no. just that human connection yeah no most definitely and, and you know you said about the way you prefer to have things set up with speaking I make up acronyms so yeah that helps me with everything so if I'm talking about branding that the, the, the acronym is brand yeah speaking it's speak if i'm talking about sales it's sales they're all five letter words and i can just pull out the information from that and it was interesting someone was talking to me today i also do help people set up their linkedin profiles by Mm -hmm. the way if you're in business you need a linkedin profile it's where professionals find professionals it's not a job seeking space it's where professionals find professionals so i and i'm driving home from it going how can i make an acronym out of that there's too many letters so i've got (laughs) L, uh, and it's as is popping in, well, how it looks, yeah. I, how people can identify the information, you know, that, that I, yeah. I'm, I'm planning it in a <laughs> drive home and I've got the presentation planned in my head the, yeah. using an acronym. Yeah. Well, that's it's a good way too because when you think of everything, like even like KFC, they, they never, when I was growing up, they weren't KFC. Everything has been shortened now to an acronym. So I think our brains are kind of used to working in acronyms. So I think that's a, it's a really good memory tool. Um, do you have an acronym for story? No, but S-T-O-R-Y. How about that? Mm. Five letters. Three or five letters works out really yeah. the best for people to remember. And I'm yeah. going to write that down. So story, <laughs> if you could, maybe I'm just talking about, so um, S could be, oh, now you put me on the spot, but I'm. Fails? <laughs> no, I'm well, kidding. I'm no, yeah, I <laughs> know, but I don't want to do, do that first. So this, the first part of S is sharing. Like yeah, sharing. And T, T is, I, 
I'm going to send you something that'll help. All right. That, 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 <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. You no, know, but right now. No, but now, but now you, I've given now you, a you have got that for me. I. <laughs> oh, I like a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what? What's the, what's the brand? Um, what does brand stand for? Brand for, and they're all a uh, be bold. Yes. They put your hand up and say yes. Yes. Uh, be relevant. So the story has to be relevant to the audience that's yeah. listening to it. Yeah. Be authentic. You can't be anyone else by you. Yeah. Be what do we got? And be noticed. How are you going to be noticed within your brand? Yeah. A LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. And how a D is to how to be determined. So how have you got things set up so that you've got systems and plans and and you're actually going to take the steps and not procrastinating to do it. Yeah. That one sales is step out of your comfort zone, be authentic. L, uh, can't think of this one. I haven't done that one for a while. Speak, speak is step out of your comfort zone, own your own power. How do you engage your audience? Yeah. Be authentic and kick goals. Yeah. Wow. See, all these things. And I'm so that my next question is going to be around because the, the concept of mindset, it's a word that is. <laughs> possibly overused in and of itself, but is also quite possibly misunderstood too. How do you see, because a lot of that, I think there's 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 some stuff that underlies the actual, like the technical technicality of how to do it and the, the steps that you need to do. How in your experience have you seen people's mental sort of um, resolve or the mindset side kind of play into to a lot of the, like the branding, the selling, uh, sort of, yeah, speaking and all of that? We are either our best asset or our worst enemy. Yeah. And that's how we we talk to ourselves. And mo- a lot a lot of people are very comfortable speaking to themselves in a way that they would never speak to somebody else and berating themselves. Oh, that was, it's such a, you know, I don't even like saying it because I don't own that talk, that type yes. of speak. Yeah. And rather than affirming and focusing on what we want to achieve. Yes. And they're, they're manifesting the life we want and with the resources that we want that is so, we're so capable of doing it. Yeah. But we're focused on what we can't do instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as yes. we both said, you know, if you want to have a particular skill, I used to start every single year, what professional and what personal development do I want to be able to achieve by the end of the year? And then I would go find coaches that would help me with both of those skills. So whether it was playing golf better yeah. or for the personal or it was, you know, I, I spent a, you know, 10 days at a speaking training mm. 20 years ago and we weren't allowed to use any gesture for five of those days. You had yeah. even even facial expression. You had wow. to just learn to deliver yes. with the way you used your words. Yeah, that's um, that's what it's almost to, for me. That would be like going on a silence retreat. Yes, um, I, I do a lot of gesturing. Could, I know. Unfortunately, we could speak, but yeah. It, it, and you know what? Nearly every person had a an emotional breakthrough. Yeah, in that space, as you yeah. said, it's how how you speak, but it also means that you get to the end of the retreat and you can be in silent space with your gestures. And then when yeah. you go to use a gesture, it has real impact and effect. Yeah, on yeah. And I think it's a it's a really important point that learning and growing because 
to a certain extent, we spend, you know, 12 years of our life going through school. And then if we do any further study, there's that. And then we start a job and then it's like steep learning curve or, and and then we get to the point perhaps when we start a business and that's where the learning curve goes from like this to like almost vertical because it's a personal development journey on steroids is what I'm, what I say. It's, it's just, there's so much, but being intentional with it is you've, you've sort of made me kind of go, Oh yeah, that's actually something that I used to do more of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also something that I also tell my clients is like, well, what, what, what's the area where you're, where you feel like you're lacking mm-hmm. and there are people that you can help, help you with that. I mean, there's so many books you can read and books are wonderful. Mm-hmm. They can only take you so far sometimes because we we use this languaging and we talk to ourselves in certain ways and we'll berate ourselves for not having done the things that we're reading about. And that's where a coach comes in because they will also help keep you accountable. Um, uh, most definitely. And that accountability is such an important factor. And you just went to touch on something and you, it was in reverse. You said about people that can help you, which is so important, finding mm-hmm. those yeah. And this is one of the things when I talk about with sales, but it, it triggered me when you said it. When people have it, it, icky comes up, I, I don't know where that word comes from, from, but I hear that a lot that people don't want to feel icky about sales and follow up. It's, it, mm. it's not just the initial conversation, it's also the phone call, it's the, it's the follow up. Mm. But what I, when I work with people, we work against your ego. Sorry, it's your ego that's stopping you from doing that because you're yeah. more concerned about what you think rather than you can help somebody. Yeah. And if you've got a product or a service that you know is going to make a big difference in somebody's life, mm. then if you're not sharing with somebody, it's to do with your ego. Yeah. But don't think about selling. Mm. Think about how many more people you can help by yes. what you do by getting good at communicating that message, whether it is in a a pitch or a story, however you do it, but get good at doing that because the more people that you can, that will resonate with you, the Mm -hmm. more people you can help. And the beautiful thing about the more people you help, the more problems you solve, Mm -hmm. the more money people give you. Yeah. I mean, you see these... Yeah, you see these sort of stories on, you know, people who've been sharing, you know, their cooking tips or whatever they happen to be passionate about in like YouTube or TikTok. And then all of a sudden people are advertising on their page and, you know, that it's kind of organically grown as a result of that. That's, that's, they're probably relative, not unique, but that's not as common. Mm. Um, but being able to share that, that love of what you do. And that's where you're, where you're talking about earlier about having your why mm-hmm. and that passion to, to help share it rather than sell it. Yes. Yeah. Tell it. Don't sell it. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Absolutely. Um, And it's it's an important. It is an important distinction. And I think if we if we need to use a different word apart from sales, then that's possibly where we need to go. Either that, or just reassign the meaning of the word sales into something. Reassign the meaning of it and have a good meaning, and just just be a problem solver. You know, the more problems I solve, the more money people give me. Yeah. And it's. Then that's what we're in business to make money. That's, yeah. that's the bottom line. But you know, I'm in business to help people achieve the results they didn't think was possible. That's that's why I had no issues with procrastination, mm. no, no motivation issues, because every day what I do is I get up and everything that I work towards. And it's great because if you go, you know, nice, bright, shiny object and you go, Well, what's that? You'll go back on track if you know, if you know that why and that you know, have it written in your mission statement, have a vision statement, what you're trying to create, then stay on track with what you're doing. Absolutely. And you mentioned the word being a problem solver. That's 
do people, do you find one of the things that your clients have issues with is clarifying what the problem itself is? And how, yeah, how does that play out for it when, when you're working with people? No, that's probably the, the, the main issue that people really do have is how can I define, you know, the problem? Because you, you talk to people and say, well, who can you work with? Well, I can work with everybody. Well, you, you could work with everybody, but not everybody's going to buy your product. It's mm. what problem are you solving for somebody? Yes. So if I was... It, you know, people I'm working with at the moment on a coaching program which covers all of this, planning, values, mm. speaking, sales and goal setting and everything. Mm. It, the, the, so they've, they've, they've joined for different reasons. One, one person wants to get her message out there by speaking to larger audiences. So her problem was... How can I make my my presentation mm. fit together? Because I've got lots of words and lots of things to say, and I'll get distracted and I'll go off on tangents and I won't cover what. How can I keep it on point mm-hmm. and deliver in ten minutes or forty minutes the same same point? So hers was very much that's the problem I want solved. Whereas yeah. another person was confidence and belief in themselves in how to have that sales conversation because they weren't making enough sales. Mm-hmm. They had people interested, but they didn't know how to, to how to close that sale and get people to take action. Yeah. Uh, it, it, so yeah, and that's what happens. People go, well, I've got all these different different spaces about yeah. what the people's problem is. So we work. I work with them to find define the the main problem, and it's and whatever that that might be. You know. So if it was somebody that was doing a health and fitness thing, they might have problem is I'm going to have time to exercise. Um, I've just, you know, put on too much weight I've, and we define it down to the, the the real problem is I just feel super ugly in my clothes. Yeah. It's 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 really real and I'll, I'll say that to my clients. If mm. you can define a problem, I, I need to see what it looks like. You need to be able yeah. to. And so that's, the you know, finding that real gut emotional issue problem is yeah. is what I'm, really good at doing and working your way down because yeah. then you know how to have that conversation and then you're talking about your marketing copy you know if if you've ever stood in front of the mirror for more than 20 minutes and gone I hate what I wear or no you wouldn't stand in front of the mirror if I you've ever stood inside your cupboard and kept looking mm. at all your clothes and going I've got nothing to wear mm. then this is for you, you know? yes. So then when you know that's the problem yeah you can identify it do you yeah. have you got the mirrors covered in your house yeah you, you you look in your closet and nothing fits and you don't want to even try to see if it fits and yeah so you don't go out you know you yeah. don't go and so yes so that's you know if that was a fitness trainer that would be how you'd have the conversation not yeah you know, let's um I'll get you running 10ks well that might not be that person's problem yeah but, and you, this is the thing is you really need to define it then you can have that conversation now, if I looked at mine, I, there's probably about 10 different problems. So some days I'll be marketing to the uh, the person that is, you know, have you got a great story to tell but just don't know how to put it together type of mm. question. Or, and it's it's just, you know, you don't want to go out of this world with that, with that story in you. Or yeah. are you missing out on sales because you don't want to feel icky? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But you... But you don't try and go tell the same question, you know, for the 
for two different markets. Have you, have you, ever, have you ever sort of felt icky in sales or, or got a story inside you? You know, you've got to hit it one. specifically one target. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people get wrong. Say, well, I do this and I do this and I do this. Yeah. And then everyone's gone, I don't know what she does. It's yeah. Honest. Yeah. But if you say one message in one and then another message, but it's all individual, um, then it's still clear. So the person yeah. that will hear it will connect with it. And they're like, oh, Jean's great at helping people, you know, build a story around their marketing. Um, yeah. and, and that's that's it. That's exactly right. So what room am I in? What will I pitch today is what I usually, you know, and, and for me, I'd sort of just go to stand up and I go oh, and figure yeah. it out then. But that's yes. me. And it's interesting, even though you think you know something cognitively, because you just made me think, because I was a management consultant for 10 years and I used to facilitate a lot of workshops and people would give me all the information. I was like, I, what I really want to know is who's in the room. What are their backgrounds? Who are the troublemakers? Mm -hmm. uh, who are the ones that don't speak enough, that have a lot in their head and they don't get it out? Like I want to be able to draw the people out of the room because the content will just kind of be the content. You you, you prepare and whatever, but it's interesting because I, I never kind of thought that's a, a skill of things that I used to do in a previous world, but I don't really yeah. do that. And I, don't, I haven't brought that into this work. Yeah. So this is where having a coach such as yourself is really valuable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and one of the things, and exactly knowing who your audience is, is vital in, in a training situation and, and a marketing situation. But it just made me think one of the things in a training situation is to know why people are there. Mm. That's such an important factor and yeah. for, them, for them to tell you why they're there. Yeah, well, it was interesting because they always, a lot of the workshops I've ever been to, one of the first things the facilitator does is ask, what are the expectations? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that way you can go, okay, I need to make sure I target my messaging to suit all these. And then we'll do a review at the end. And yeah. So, but the marketing is a little bit the same. But in this particular case, your review is based on the sales that you get. So that's <laughs> yeah. the feedback. Yeah. Or how many clicks you've had on your website, whatever yeah. it is that you're directing people to. Yeah, that's it. Now yeah. you've got you've got a few things that we wanted to get share with the with the audience because uh, the one that I'm I'm very excited about. I wish I could go, but I'm, I'm <laughs> going, yeah. I, like we said, I'm, I'm going overseas on the last day. But you have a retreat coming up. We we do, and I'm saying we because I am working with two of my very dear friends who are amazing at what they do. Moana Robinson is a stylist to the stars. She's had some uh, some big name people come to her for mm -hmm. styling and colouring, including myself. I mean, of course, it's a big name person. The, <laughs> what Actually, what I learned from Moana about the colours to wear and the styles that suit me is probably saved me $20,000 in clothes that I bought that I haven't worn, you know, mm -hmm. that I just don't buy. I can yep. go into a shop now, scan it and walk straight out again without even checking mm -hmm. out a rack. So awesome. the colour's the first thing. If mm -hmm. there's none of the colours in the room, then I just walk out. So yeah. she's she's doing a styling part. It's a branding and a personal branding and style retreat in Early Beach, mm -hmm. 25 to 28 of May. Yeah. And so Moana's doing this the styling. We want to see how how each person can get the value out of what looks best on them. The style looks best. The colour looks best. And it's so much fun in the room with with people mm -hmm. doing that. Yes. Uh, Sumiko Ayres is a photographer and she does amazing photographs. And we've, so everyone will end up with a, a photograph from them there that they'll be able to use in their storybook 
And what I do is help them put together the storybook. And it's your branding, your pitch that if someone says, can you speak on this? Then you've got this storybook to be able to send out to people. But it'll also help with all of your future marketing and ideas. And someone says, can I have a bio? You can also do that and send that to people. And, yeah. and so I'll be talking about how to put the story together, mm-hmm. how to be able to do that through a system so it's not just this one story, it's any story that you can think of, and then how you deliver it. But we're also going on a sunset cruise. Yeah. A whole day train of, of <laughs> day training. We've got some de- fair bit of downtime so that you can just enjoy the beautiful Coral Sea Resort, which looks amazing. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to have a whole lot of fun. The first night is a real great get to know you with, and it's a, a, a frocks and flowers. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely, yeah, like I said, I'm going overseas on the last day, so I can't this year, but I'm, I'm really interested. Okay, you're there next year. Excellent. And you've only got two spots left. Is that right? We do. We do. And that's only because two people are really sad. There's medical stuff come up that they're not able to attend now. But we, we'd love to fill those, those couple of spots. So yes. And so where do people find out about that? On my website, janinevosper.com, there, on the front page, there is the, the web, the retreat's on there. There's a link on there. And you just go onto that link and yeah. it'll click through to a, apply to attend. Mm-hmm. And the reason we've put apply, one, it's it's for ladies only because I've found we run a lot of things for, for women only and they, you can be a lot more be, be yourself in, yeah. in that situation. And in that, it's a $100 deposit, but if you decide it's not for you, then that'll be refunded. It's not a not a problem with that, but at least it gives us, we know that you've registered your interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll put that link in the show notes as well mm-hmm. so that um, people can just link and go straight to the, no straight to the page. Yeah. Um, and there's another, there's something else that you've got as well, which is which is a lot sort of, yeah, if you don't want to go on a three-day retreat, even though the price is extremely reasonable, <laughs> I looked at that and just went, oh, my God, that looks amazing. Um, but you've got a webinar coming up too. Yes, yes. I run this webinar th- only three times a year and mm-hmm. it is uh, how to, how to make more sales without really selling. How to, oh, how to double or triple your sales without, without selling. It is on April 24th. That's mm-hmm just the evening before Anzac Day, the Monday mm-hmm. evening at 7 o'clock, which mm-hmm. we're all the eastern states are now on the same time zone, which is makes it a lot easier. <laughs> and what I'm talking about is there's five tips to help people gain more sales. Yeah. And the It's for the very expensive cost of $8 to be able to attend. And I... And, we were talking about the reason behind the, the $8 mm. charge on an elephant, weren't we, is that yeah. I usually get 50 people register mm. and, you know, 15 people turn up and yeah. it's that commitment. It's like anything in life. If you really want to do something, improve something, learn something, you've got to commit to it and yeah. stick to the commitment. It's you know, don't worry if something else pops up on TV at the time. Really, it's how, it's how you step up in business yes. and in life. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. No, I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to actually look into that myself because I, I wasn't aware of that either. So I'm interested too. So I'm going to, I can't do the retreat, but I, I'm very interested in the webinar. So I think I'm The retreat next year though. Yes. Yes. So I need to be on your list to get that <laughs> information too. I think I already am because I, that's how I actually found out about it. Originally when I saw the dates, I was like, no, I haven't been overseas in five years. And there's, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's, and we've had a, quite a few people as that said definitely on the next one, they, they've got overseas trips planned 
Yeah. Yeah. So now, because if I know in advance, I can make sure I plan around it. Yeah. And we thought that being in Ellie Beach in May would be perfect weather as well. I'm going to worry about Mm -hmm. cyclones. It'll be nice. Yeah. No stingers. Very. Yeah. Lovely. Oh, thank you so much, Janine. This has been an absolute pleasure and so much, so much valuable meaty information out of that as well. Like it's something that I listeners, I think you'll need to replay this again because there's there's so much in there. Um, and definitely have a look at Jenny's website. There's there's a lot there information-wise and the, your books too. Um, it's been a real pleasure. So thank you so much. I've enjoyed a lot, Alpha. It's one of my favorite things to do is just share things. And yeah. thank you for the opportunity. No worries. All right, everybody, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.